0: Welcome back to the David Glenn Show, 1-800-849-2761. It is free-for-all Friday. We are halfway to Margaritaville. Patton Sanford wants in on some Major League Baseball. Most have football on their mind. On the NFL level, we have the winless Panthers at the winless Cardinals. Kyle Allen, assumedly in for Cam Newton. Kyler Murray at the controls for the Cardinals of Cliff Kingsbury. The Ravens are at the Chiefs and arguably the best NFL matchup of the weekend. John Harbaugh and Andy Reid were on the same staff in Philly for a while. They are now leaders of 2-0 and o football teams that look to be among the more dangerous in the NFL. And if Lamar Jackson keeps things up, two of the more dangerous quarterbacks in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes had his MVP season last year. It is the number one matchup at that level, Baltimore at KC. Notre Dame at Georgia is joined by Michigan, Wisconsin, Auburn, Texas A&M, and closer to home, Charlotte's trip to number one, Clemson. That's tomorrow night on the ACC Network. App State is undefeated as it visits 2-1 North Carolina. That's tomorrow afternoon, just the second matchup ever for those two football-playing schools, 1-800-849-2761. We do have lines open for the first time in a long time, so if you want to chime in on anything football-related or steering us elsewhere, the 25th anniversary of Friends, the return of the Carolina Hurricanes. College basketball is near. The NBA owners have a big vote today, and Major League Baseball is coming down the stretch of the regular season. That 162-game marathon has only about, depending on the team, maybe 10 games left each team and five playoff spots are still up for grabs as there are just 10 days left in that regular season. We'll get to the moral compass of the sports world email eventually. We'll get to our NASCAR ticket giveaway this hour as well. Pat is in Sanford and next on the David Glenn Show. Go right ahead. DG, thanks for taking my call, man. Sure. First time caller. How you doing today? Doing great. I'm always happy to talk baseball. Who's on your mind?
1: Man, I hate to do it to you, but my
0: beloved <laughs> praise. I know we're
1: a little uh, division foes uh, here, yes. but you know, going for two straight this year. Um, I think Snick's doing a great job managing the club. Um, and also my man Ronald Acuna Jr., potential 40-40 guy. What you think about that?
0: I'm impressed. I mean, I've g- I get an eyeful of the Braves because I'm a Phillies fan. I get an eyeful of the Nationals because I'm a Phillies fan. I get to enjoy the lowly Mets and have for decades because they never accomplished anything of consequence. See, as I'm hurt, Darren, it's like a wounded animal. I just want to lash out at a team that it's also is accomplishing nothing yeah. right now. So as the Mets and the Phillies fall back into irrelevance, Uh, The Braves are going to be the division champions. I mean, obviously, they're going to the playoffs. I think they can clinch this weekend, right? The the division title. Uh, So we'll see what happens with the Nationals. But other than the L.A. Dodgers, and there are a couple of AL teams that I would like more than I like the Braves, who's better than your Atlanta Braves? I think the Dodgers are better. Doesn't mean you couldn't win a series against them, but... The Dodgers, the Astros, and the Yankees are the class of Major League Baseball until somebody shows otherwise. But in the NL, man, you know how it works. You got to make it to the postseason, try to avoid the wild card. The Braves are going to do that. And then who knows what happens in baseball? It's way less predictable than the NBA and other sports that we follow. So remind me where Acuna is with his 40-40 chase. He's got 40 dingers. He's got 37 stolen bases. So mm. he just needs to go up there and take pitches and get on base. Yeah, he's got to, like, whisper to Snicker. Uh, hey, man, uh, I know this game is kind of uh, under control, but I'm at 37. I don't know if he has any contractual bonuses if he gets to 40-40. But that's just – I don't know. And, Darren, you're, a, you're the voice of USA Baseball, and as I am, a lifelong baseball guy, as I wear – You want to share with the statewide audience? Yeah, your
2: Burlington Royals jersey. This is the first time I'm seeing it in the flesh. I'd seen it in photos for when you threw your ceremonial first pitch, but it it looks great.
0: Thank you. You'd think because my name is on the show that I would be a little more in tune with the way things work around here. So long story short, Darren (laughs) and other producers have had Friday themes with the rest of the staff. And Darren, I believe you were the first to have a Jersey Jersey Friday.
2: Friday. It was a regular thing, and it's been sort of on and off. We've let it slip, but we we need to reintroduce it for certain.
0: Well, just to show how I can be truly tunnel vision in my chosen walk of life, the way so many of these coaches and players talk about (laughs) they need to stay tunnel vision, I would say of the hundreds of Jersey Fridays that Darren has had, I've only participated a few times, right? and the time that I tried to participate, wearing my Burlington (laughs) Royals jersey, nobody else on the staff has a jersey on today. So that's where I am. Uh, But it is going to be a fun baseball postseason. I wouldn't bet against the big three of the Astros and the Dodgers and the Yankees, but again, this sport is always ready to give you the proverbial curveball in the postseason. You know, some journeyman becomes an MVP, right? Who was your Red Sox guy? That's Steven Pierce. Steven Pierce. Just another nice
2: ball player, right? And then with the majority of the roster remaining the same, they're not even going to be in the playoffs. So just to show you the fickle nature of it.
0: So do you think Billy in Smithfield, when he refers to, and again, there's no font to indicate sarcasm, I think that would be an upgrade if we can find it. If I could just read the email and know if you were being serious about our show as the moral compass of the sports world. We do get the chicken soup for the sports soul compliments, so you might be serious. We also do get wise DG talking about something that is not strictly sports, which I always say, well, if it's an overlap of life and sports, why wouldn't we talk about it? And especially if it's something as serious as, you know, racism or sexism, and it bleeds in the sports world, why wouldn't we talk about it? Like, that's my philosophy. And by the way, Darren, just in case you didn't know, some of this happened before you joined the show. The haters, the ones who truly preach the stick-to-sports concept, they want to believe that ratings are hurt When you talk about other things, they just want to. I can't believe that guy. Doesn't he know that he's alienating a third of the country? What he says like this. Do you know what happened to our statewide ratings when HB2 was a crazy law and Democrats were lying to you about some things and Republicans were lying to you about other things? And I called out both. Right. Because I have a legal background and I'm not looking for your vote. So I didn't have to lie to you the way your elected representatives were lying to you left and right. Ratings went up. Why? Because people are tired of BS. They're tired of pathological liars. They're tired of con artists and snake oil salesmen. In large numbers, they're tired of this stuff. Now, there's some cult members out there that just walk to and from work as zombies every day and don't pay attention to anything, but the larger number of people want to hear the truth. And when their representatives can't on TV or otherwise win a debate with me because I know the law and I point out why they're lying, and it's game over. I mean, your pinball machine has hit tilt, right? I don't have to lie to you. I'm not looking to run in the next election. And all of a sudden, you see who was lying to you, and you hopefully look at them in a different light. Why should I hit the pause button when that law was causing sports championships to be moved out of our state? Was I really, as the host of the largest show in North Carolina history, I was supposed to pretend that that wasn't happening because it's a political thing? Or do you think maybe it bled into the sports world when they had to move championships? Like, we're ready to go to Charlotte for the ACC football title game. And they say, oh, oh no, they moved it out of the state because of this law. Oh, oh no, Well, at least we have the NBA All-Star game. Oh, no, DJ, they moved that out of the state as well because the HB2 law. And so we... we We separated fact from fiction in in that area as well as anybody in the state, a state of 11 million people, and we did the best job of separating fact from fiction on a sports radio show. I'm supposed to, like, hit the pause button as I enter my studio and say, no, I, I'm sorry, I don't have any legal expertise. I can't explain why these sports championships are being moved elsewhere. I know nothing about race or gender or other things that I've spent a bulk of three decades, you know, studying and learning about and dealing with my legal clients. I can't hit the pause button. Not over things like that. You know what happened when uh, Colin Kaepernick was in the headlines for those years? Ratings went up, not on all, only on our show, all over sports radio. The, the angriest stick to sports people... Want to feel warm and fuzzy inside? Oh, these guys are all sabotaging their shows. Well, ratings go up and we get to share knowledge and wisdom and background. And if you have a decent argument that's different than ours, we listen. But if you call up and lie, like members of both parties were on HB2, I'm going to blast you. Of course, I'm going to blast you. Unapologetically so. Don't lie bring evidence and facts to the table the way we've built a good reputation for doing such things, and then you'll get to speak and, and, and uh, speak your piece. But I don't hit the pause button. I don't, I don't hit it on racism. I don't hit it on sexism. I, I don't apologize for any of that. It's just kind of part of our brand. And for 33 years in a row, our platforms keep expanding. I'm not the sharpest knife in the do- drawer, Darren. Do you know the first time somebody threatened to boycott me because I talked about something more than strictly sports? You ready? 1987. (laughs) 1987. So we've been in expansion mode for 33 years as my friend and advisor. And you know that you know how ratings have gone up. Actually, you don't even know. I've been in this
2: chair for a lot of what you're talking about. So I know firsthand.
0: You don't even know this. Seriously, our affiliates just in the past week or so got August ratings news. Now, I haven't talked to all, whatever, 25 AM and FM signals that carry our show across the state. But you know what all of the ones who called me said? We had a fantastic August. Now, I'm not going to get into the details. I don't even really – I'm 20 years into sports radio, and I almost never look at ratings. Like, I literally don't even get the books – so every once in a while, somebody's upset because ratings go down. Every once in a while, somebody calls us to thank us because in their part of our state, they're having, in some cases, seriously, this week, the greatest ratings in the history of the market for sports. Not, not a – I'm just – I mean, and maybe they'll share that news in that part of the state. It's not for me to share. But the stick-to-sports extremists – one of the false and hollow arguments that they make to make themselves feel better is that, you know, the ratings are going to swirl down the tube. Man, I'm in year 33 of expansion mode. As my friend and consultant, Darren, which is, hey, DG, man, you, 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 re- you got Pulling to really the change the way you're doing things. <laughs> I don't know. You've got international websites begging you to write for their for website as they're in expansion mode, offering you a full-time job if you want that. You got somebody offering to host for you to host a multi-purpose community radio show. You know, oh, if the boycott ever works and you lose that sports radio gig, come on, man. The beach house is paid for, dude. I can retire by now if I want to. That's what makes me roll my eyes the most at the extremists along those lines. Do you all hit the pause button on matters as important as racism and sexism or bigotry? If, if I'm in line to get my bagel sandwich at the deli and somebody behind the counter insults somebody because of their race or their religion or their skin color or maybe just what they're wearing, somebody has a turban on and gets called out and insulted in a bigoted way, should I stick to bagels or should I just be myself and insert myself into this situation? Should I stick to bagels at the deli, stick to bagels, or should I say, who the hell are you calling somebody out in a negative way for what they're wearing or the color of their skin or their religion or something else. I mean, it gets a little ridiculous sometimes, doesn't it? Should I? When I was in a fraternity back in the day and we were discussing these pledges and I thought some brothers were being racist for why they didn't like a certain pledge. And I mean, if you didn't like them for other reasons, that's all good. But if you didn't like them for outrageous reasons, am I just supposed to stick to frat boy partying or should I, did I hit the pause button on being a human being or should I share my thoughts in that moment? And you know how it ends up actually, you know, 10% of your fraternity brothers will think you're a jerk for the rest of your life because you called somebody out for being racist and some others would also call it out and did. And the guys in the middle are typically, well, I wouldn't have done what DG just did, but I'm really glad that he just did it. We don't hit the pause button as human beings, do we? I hope you don't. I would think you don't. I mean, come on. We can all be better than that. 1-800-849-2761. So as Billy and Smithfield asked me to be the moral compass of the sports world, it just doesn't, it doesn't take that much effort. If you're going to mock an athlete for his hair, ask yourself, would I mock Clay Matthews for his long locks as an NFL linebacker? It's part of his identity, right? It it tumbles out from the bottom of his helmet. If you only call out dudes with dreads or Cam Newton's funky hairstyles at a post-game press conference and all the white dude creative hairstyles are cool, is that a double standard? Should you at least ask yourself if you have a double standard? If Brett Favre celebrating after a first down was colorful and flamboyant and fun and full of charisma, but Cam Newton's a selfish jerk because he does a Superman pose after a first down, is that possibly a double standard? If you have a good answer for why you treat the two situations differently, then okay, you might. But if you don't, well, then I'm asking you an uncomfortable question, but... Frankly, my life is filled with people that I'm glad they've asked me uncomfortable questions. I mean, you shouldn't want people you care about to die ignorant racists or ignorant sexists or ignorant bigots. If you see it, call it out. Ask them to reflect. They might still die ignorant racist bigots, but you'll die knowing that at least you tried. I don't hit the pause button on being a human being when I step into the studio. I'm never going to do it that way. And if that stops working in sports radio, again, after 33 consecutive years of my platforms doing nothing but expanding in multiple mediums, if at some point I lose this gig, Darren, I have a feeling I won't have a difficult time finding a soft landing place elsewhere. 1-800-849-2761. 1-800-849-2761. Last thing on that, as we get back to your stick-to-sports, free-for-all Friday phone calls, if a fellow American says something that you dislike, let's say I said something that you disliked, and you just came back with me at me with ideas as to why what I said was wrong or unreasonable or misguided or uninformed, if you come back at me with ideas, but you come back at somebody who doesn't look like you or has a different skin color as you by saying send them back, yes, that's patently racist behavior. It is. It is, it is one of the definitions of racism. It's a closed-shut case. There's no debating. Now, if you, think, if you think you have a loophole in that logic, I'm, I'm willing to hear it. But until then, I don't hit the pause button. As a human being, on racism or sexism or any of these other things, many of which I have personal expertise on because of my time in law and in law school, et cetera. So there's no pause button here. Maybe you have a pause button, Darren, of a different kind. I don't have a pause button when it comes to being a human being, when it comes to outrageous things that at times have become among the worst diseases that our nation has to offer. 1-800-849-2761. More on football on the weekend to come with more of your phone calls. 1-800-849-2761. Next on the David Glenn Show.
1: I don't want those damn Dukes rooting for us. They've hated all year long. Let them go right on hating. If the situation were reversed, I would hope they would lose by 100. You're in fantasy land. If you ever think NC State's going to make it back to the national championship game, so just forget that right now. Go to hell, Carolina. Go to hell.
2: Keeping the peace in NC on the David Glenn Show. Any way you want it,
0: that's the way you need it. Any Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. All right, we have tickets to give away. We have lines open for you to steer the ship. We are halfway to Margaritaville. Shout out to our good friends at Sports Channel 8 with an up-and-coming late morning show on our Triangle affiliate 99.9 FM, The Fan. I don't know if I told you this, Darren, but they joke that because their show leads into ours at that in that part of our state, they say they're a quarter of the way to Margaritaville. That is yeah, a much I've appreciated shout out. From Hayes Permar, Brian Geisiger, and the rest of that talented crew. We are halfway to Margaritaville, I guess, when we start a Friday show. Maybe we are three-quarters of the way to Margaritaville now that we're a little bit later in the program. We have lines open for the first time in a long time. I have a fun fact from the NFL. We have more on Notre Dame at Georgia among other college matchups, App State at UNC in Chapel Hill tomorrow afternoon. One of the college football must-see games. ECU is at home, and Mike Houston is going to get to 2-2. Two and two. This weekend in his debut season with the Pirates in part because the big tailgate tour is there as we welcome walk the plank NASCAR contestants. I have a trivia question. I try not to make it too difficult. If you can answer correctly, you and three friends are headed to the Bank of America Roval 400, not this Sunday, but next at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Y'all can learn more. And of course, order your own tickets or find more details at charlottemotorspeedway.com if you're not a winner this week. And I am obligated to remind you that if you want to win the four tickets and four pit passes, we're calling that our grand prize for that same event. The only way you can win that combo is by visiting davidglenshow.com. Scroll past my ugly mug and biography. Look for the NASCAR banner. Click on it. You fill out a form that takes less than 60 seconds, and you are officially a finalist for the grand prize. Darren, when do you pick the grand prize? Yes, yeah, so that's going to
2: be later this afternoon. Okay, so, so get in now. Sense of urgency, get in now, davidglenshow.com.
0: davidglenshow.com, two ends in Glenn. You just put your information in really quickly. Somebody will be selected from the website-only entries for that double whammy, four-pack of tickets, for. Pack of pit passes for the Bank of America Roval 400 next Sunday at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Again, davidglenshow.com. If you're going to see us at ECU, don't forget, go to bigtailgatetour.com. It takes less than a minute to qualify for four free Continental tires. We will have that grand prize drawn from that website later this year. And it takes about that same amount of time to tell us where your tailgate will be. If you'd like us to come visit, I have the Storm Squad with me again this weekend from the Carolina Hurricanes. As we come to your calls, 1-800-849-2761. They usually send two to three of those wonderful young women with us on our various tailgate tour stops. They're not with us every single weekend just to cool everybody's jets across the state. They don't come to Charlotte for the ACC title game. They don't come to Boone, which is a little farther away from Kane's headquarters in the capital city of Raleigh. But don't we have free-for-all Friday shout-outs as we give away NASCAR tickets and as we come back to your football phone calls, 1-800-849-2761. You can add to this list if you like, Darren, but the Storm Squad was announced this week. And, I mean, I'm not sure exactly where this falls In the neighborhood of Cam Newton's foot injury and the quarterback depth (laughs) chart that also includes Kyle Allen and Will Greer, it's a 1B at worst. If that's a 1A headline emanating from Panthers camp, to me, it's a 1B. The Canes games aren't here yet. Preseason, yes. Regular season starts Thursday, October 3rd. I'll see you there. Congratulations to this year's Storm Squad. I am not yet such a a savvy experienced veteran on storm squad trivia that I even know year to year, how many they have, but I do know that we can congratulate friends of the program. Aaliyah, Curry, Gina, Jordan, Keely, Kinsey, Sarah, and Toria. Those eight are there 16. Are there 20? What 16. All right. So we we're already friends with half the storm squad. It's true. That means you have leg work to get done. There's, there's eight. There's eight more. Either they're newcomers or they just didn't join us on the tailgate tour last year. But as as the liaison to the Carolina Hurricane sure. Storm Squad, I would like to add that <laughs> list to your list of official or unofficial duties. Okay, to your phone calls and to a four-pack of tickets, to Charlotte Motor Speedway a week from Sunday. I think it's Brad and High Point that is going to get the first bite at this apple. Those who want in free-for-all Friday style with a question, comment, or complaint, you can also dial us up at 1-800-849-2761. The NFL fun fact was this, by the way. This is unrelated to the trivia. The Saints take a one in one record to the Seahawks. Imagine the conversation Monday if the Panthers are 0-3 and their NFC South neighbors all win. Like, it might not be Willie Taggart if he loses to Louisville bad, but that's going to be really, really ugly if that combination happens. Now, what if the Panthers figure out a way with Kyle Allen or otherwise to beat what is not a great Arizona team and the other three all lose, which is possible? Then, then like, would that be everybody's one and two, right? You'd have a four-way tie for bad. In the NFC South, that's how crazy the pendulum swing could be. As the Giants visit Tampa, game one as a starter for Daniel Jones of Duke. As the Falcons have to go on the road to deal with Jacoby Brissett and in Indianapolis, New Orleans has to go on the road against a 2-0 and Seattle team and without Drew Brees at the controls. Would you believe that since 2006, the Saints have played only three games without Drew Brees? entirely because of injury they are 0-3 in those three games that's a long 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 time I mean it sounds more profound if you say man the Saints have never won a game in without Drew Brees in the Brees painting era I mean that's true technically it's only three games and I think one or two of those was resting Drew Brees at the end of the regular season when you already had something locked up nevertheless they haven't won and that is one heck of a factoid as Teddy Bridgewater takes the baton. He is a guy who has started, but remember, as they maybe mix in Teddy Bridgewater certainly as the starter, but also that, you know, hybrid QB Tayson Hill, that Taysom Hill, they often have a package for him. I would imagine more likely that the Saints will have a special package for that guy now that Teddy Bridgewater is the starter. It is both true to say that the Saints should not expect as big a drop-off as most in the NFL because Teddy Bridgewater is, A, the highest-paid backup in the NFL quarterback, and, B, a former NFL starter. It is also, though, accurate to say that the last time Teddy Bridgewater started a game that actually mattered, put aside like garbage time at the end of a regular season where everything is already clinched, I, off the top of my head, I was going to guess three years. It's even longer than that. It has been since 2015 that Teddy Bridgewater has been in those shoes. That's a long, long time as the 1-1 one one Saints visit the 2-0 and o Seahawks. 1-800-849-2761. Meanwhile, Pete Carroll and Seattle are 2-0 for the first time since 2013. Does that ring a bell in anybody's head? The Seattle Seahawks are 2-0 for the first time since 2013. Seahawks won the Super Bowl that year. Panthers are 0-2 for the first time since 2013 just a little chicken soup for your Panthers soul, they actually bounced back to go 12-4 and that year, six years ago. A special season for the Panthers, it was, and an even more special one for Russell Wilson and those Seattle Seahawks. 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program. Let's see if we can send Brad in High Point to the Bank of America Roval 400. Brad, you already have three other people in mind? Absolutely, yes. Who's going to go with you if you win? Uh, Probably the family. Excellent. Uh, Here's your question. There are only seven drivers who have won more than one race on the Cup Series circuit here in 2019. Can you name three of those seven drivers that have multiple victories here in 2019 only at the Cup Series level?
1: Let's go with Denny Hamlin. Correct. Let's go with Chase Elliott. Correct, with two. Let's go with Kyle
0: Busch. That is correct. Busch has four. Hamlin has four. Chase Elliott sneaks in under the wire with two victories. The other correct answers would have been Martin Truex with five. Kevin Harvick with three. Kozlowski had three. Logano and Elliott both with two. Those were the only seven correct answers. Brad and High Point got three of the seven, and that makes him a winner, and that means he's headed to Charlotte Motor Speedway next Sunday. Stay on the line, Brad. We get your information. We still have enough time to mail his tickets to him, right, there. There's first-class mail and stuff. We do that at the David Glenn Show, don't we? Okay, we'll get Brad his tickets so he doesn't have to make yeah, a long drive. They'll get there. They'll get there. Hey, some of our winners, when we were local, you could ask your listeners to make like a 10-minute drive. Oh, yeah, you won on the old station or whatever. Yeah, it wasn't that hard for anybody unless they were listening from Guam, you know, by stream. You could pick up your tickets, no problem. You ask somebody near the Tennessee border, or in the Outer Banks, if they want to pick up tickets in the capital city of Raleigh. I mean, how? what are you traveling that far to pick up? You love the David Glenn Show. You're actually contractually obligated to like the David Glenn <laughs> Show. Right. What could you win that you would drive Outer Banks is what from us? Three and a half? Yeah, something along those lines. And, man, you get out toward north or southwest – to the west of our friends Brian Hall and Mike Morgan and Tank Spencer and those guys, to the west of those boys in Asheville, how long is their drive to pick up a prize? Ooh. That's not fun. Could it be six hours?
2: If you're going to say if it's nearing not, not, a for, not for
0: them, yeah, but for but the but people for west of them, down in the the southwest corner there, near the near the casinos, yeah, that's a haul. <laughs> That's why we mail most prizes for you. Sometimes you win things that are oddly shaped, and occasionally we ask you to come to us. 1-800-849-2761. The last call for phone calls is on the other side. The only tell the folks on hold for NASCAR tickets, they can go to davidglenshow.com and not only win a four pack of tickets to the Bank of America Roval 400 next Sunday, they get four pit passes in that grand prize as well. Do it today. Darren will select the grand prize winner later this afternoon. So go to davidglenshow.com right now, scroll down, and you will see how you can win that NASCAR related grand prize. Okay, more football to get to. Ravens at Chiefs, Saints at Seahawks. Sunday night football we're off, will offer the Rams at the Browns. Monday night will be Chicago at Washington. And, of course, everybody's wondering where the 0-2 Panthers go from here. College football, a little bit from all over the country. Michigan, Wisconsin, both undefeated, both highly ranked in the Big Ten. Notre Dame, Georgia, an independent-slash-SEC mix, two of the top seven in the rankings, head-to-head, both undefeated in one of the biggest games played, biggest non-conference games played in Sanford Stadium there in Athens in truly generations. App State at UNC, Charlotte at Clemson. Does Will Healy have a chance against Dabo Sweeney? No, (laughs) to be realistic about it, but perhaps worth discussing for other reasons. Louisville at Florida State. NC State hosts a bad Ball State team. Elon travels to 3-0 Wake Forest a top FCS team in our backyard against perhaps the best FBS team in the state of North Carolina. We'll be at ECU as the Pirates beat up on William and Mary. We'll see you from 2.30 to 5.30 at Stadium Sports. That's where our tents, games, prizes, and Continental Tire Toss are set up. You can qualify for four free Continental Tires just by coming to see us. What's my percentage on correct, accurate tire toss throws this year, Darren, when I'm not throwing strikes for the Burlington Royals. What am I kind You've of had some some extended time at our setup this year for various reasons. Yeah. I think we
2: sure streamlined some things with tailgate of the week and sure some things up there. Uh so I I would dare to say you've been more accurate. And you you're 80. in the 90% range uh, uh, yeah, most
0: of the yeah, time. Yeah. I'm at least 80. Sometimes we goof around and extend it to like a yeah, I don't 20 a 20-yard throw.
2: Yeah, the circus throws. I don't I don't, I don't count those. I
0: what do you, usually we let contestants throw i would say that it is less than 10 yards away yeah if not just just
2: before 10 yards it might be right at 10
0: it varies a little based on our location again we're at stadium sports another great partner of the david glenn show it is family weekend at ecu so hopefully we get a glenn family reunion with our son anthony who's a junior at ecu and we also get to See our extended family, Jimmy Roster, the corner crew, tailgate of the year honorees. I know we both have great respect for the 51st State tailgate. 51st State tailgate. Uh, Different parking lot. So we better put on our running shoes (laughs) (laughs) as we make our way to Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. But thanks to those guys for their shout-outs leading up to our one and only one big tailgate tour trip to ECU on the 2019 calendar. David wants to steer our ship free-for-all Friday style. You can jump in on whatever you'd like to talk about. Major League Baseball comes down the stretch of the regular season. The NBA owners had to vote today on a new anti-tampering proposal that would involve much stiffer penalties than that league has had in the past. You know how they were announcing free agent signees even before you were allowed to talk to free agents? Like, (laughs) how do you strike a deal with somebody you're not allowed to talk to under the rules? That got a little weird. The NBA is trying to address it. College basketball is almost here. The Carolina Hurricanes are back on the ice. The North Carolina Courage are the best that our nation has to offer in women's soccer. They're on the road this week. They have only one more, I believe, regular season home match in a couple weeks. They are once again the class of the NWSL. The NASCAR boys are in Richmond, which I know a lot of folks in our state head a little bit north to check that out. The PGA Tour is back. The WNBA playoffs are coming down the stretch with their final four. For us, it's mostly football, but you can steer our ship elsewhere. 1-800-849-2761. We're glad to take your call next on the David Glenn Show.
1: The great difference between sport and capital E entertainment and capital S sport is that we don't know the outcome and that feeling of uncertainty positively or negatively is unique.
0: We are quoting Bob Ryan the way I would quote, you know, Aristotle or Confucius.
2: You're listening to the David Glenn show.
0: Welcome back to the David Glenn show. Here we go. Free for all Friday is about to include. Somebody that was actually there, I'm not kidding, App State takes a 2-0 record to 2-1 UNC this weekend. They're both FBS programs at this point. Remember, App State was an FCS superpower for a long time, three-time national champion. They've made the leap. They've already become the superpower of the Sunbelt Conference at the FBS level. These two don't play each other that often. Everybody's been talking about it this week for obvious reasons. As we come back to your calls on the NFL, college football, the week that was and the weekend to come, 1-800-849-2761. Jay is chiming in from Costa Rica. David is chiming in from Greensboro. And you can be next with your question, comment, or complaint at 1-800-849-2761. Lamar Jackson, Willie Taggart, Justin Falk, Daniel Jones, and, of course, the Panthers' backup QB, Kyle Allen, among those who have popped up in today's conversation. David in Greensboro is with somebody who says that he was at the game the only other time the Mountaineers and the Tar Heels have played each other in football. Well, to this point, it's the only time because Saturday, tomorrow afternoon in Chapel Hill will be the second time ever App State and UNC play each other. There is a rematch in Boone and even a third game as part of this contract where the App State Mountaineers come back to Chapel Hill. So you can look forward to the Kid Brewer Stadium aspect of this. I think it's three years down the road. But this time it's App at UNC, and David in Greensboro is with someone who was there in 1940 to this moment the only time. App went against Carolina in football. David, what's going on, man? What does your friend have to say about that experience from what is that, seventy nine years ago?
1: That that's right. He was a fourteen year old junior in high school in Burlington. And two years later, then he'd be a freshman at Carolina. And two years after that, he was in the Pacific in the Navy.
0: Wow. Well thank he's him for to, thank him for his service as you tell his story.
1: Uh, he's been going to games since since nineteen forty. And he said he was too shy to actually talk to you about the game because he couldn't remember all the details. Of That's that, all good. That game. That's Except all good. That we won We 30-something won to six, he said, and the actual score is 56 to six. But we'll be, we'll be there tomorrow. He rarely misses a home game. Um, he, he rides his recumbent bike eight miles a week just so he can walk the final steps to his seat in the stadium. He's been doing that since 1940.
0: You know, I I made some jokes earlier today that were actually factually true. You know, I mean, there were no face masks back in 1940. You're wearing like a leather helmet with no other real protection around your head. Uh, We're going to see Nike swooshes on the uniforms tomorrow. Uh, There were no such labels of any advertising or commercial type along those lines in 1940. I think I read that gasoline was $0.11 per gallon in 1940. And I have to go back to look at the details. Maybe your friend would remember some of these as he's kind of flashing back to being a Carolina football student and fan way back then. But aren't we talking about, like, right after the Great Depression? I mean, that's 1940, for football reasons, might as well be a 1,000 years ago. The world has changed in so many ways. But uh, well,
1: certainly, I mean, it was, it wasn't an integrated sport at the time. Right, I mean, right. There's a number, a number, the, the Ford pass was a, was a novel concept and that was rarely used, but uh, the sport certainly evolved and it was even before Choo Choo Justice was at, at Chapel. Oh my
0: gosh. Yeah. So basically the great depression ran for most of the thirties. So imagine and, what that stadium looked like. I mean, how many people it, were there? It,
1: it was, it was just the, the lower level on both sides. Wow. And the pine trees were actually in the, the corners of the end zone.
0: Chapel Hill still famous for its pine trees, but yeah, for a while, they truly kind of engulfed the stadium now that they're, what, 50,000 plus, and that's down from a previous number after they kind of remodeled a little bit. Uh, does he like the modernization, do you know, David?
1: Well, it's a, it's a money game. That's, that's the difference between 1940 and now is that you know, the, the fame, the prestige, and the, and the cash that are thrown around,
0: yeah. it's, it's, it's
1: very different. So.
0: Does that take the fun out of it for your friend, do you know?
1: Well, it makes it a lot more expensive to keep going to games.
0: Ah, yeah, that's that's true. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking philosophically. You're thinking practically. It sure as heck makes it more expensive to go to games. There's no well, doubt about shout it.
1: Out, a shout-out to my Appalachian friends who are going, and most of them are going to be there by 9 o'clock, if not earlier tomorrow. Whoa. They're bringing... They're bringing the sport of tailgating to Chapel Hill, which is a welcome, welcome visit.
0: Yeah, I, we've, we're kind of the unofficial captains of North Carolina tailgating, given that we've been to truly every significant-sized football-playing school er, multiple times. And I don't know what our rankings would be, Darren. To give out rankings, it would be wise to do like at the end of a Friday show, just to take cover for the weekend for all the feedback. All right, we're yeah, out here. Again. Yeah. Uh, so these are our rankings. We'll see you Monday. No, uh, clearly NC State knows how to tailgate. ECU knows how to tailgate. App State knows how to tailgate. Those are the first three that come to mind for me, at least from college football. Panthers fans know how to tailgate around Bank of America Stadium. But, you know, in some places it's the – it's the layout that messes things up. Like, it's a little tricky to tailgate at a Panthers home game. There's not really a great sort of center of the universe there, so it's very scattered. And Carolina has that same issue. I mean, I'm I'm with what David said. Let App State fans bring their tailgating culture, and there's a whole debate about whether they're going to bring their football culture as they descend upon Chapel Hill on top of it. Part of it is cultural. Part of it is Darren, most of the stadiums you and I go to, it's not all that tricky. You sort of – you roam either a full circle or a semicircle around the stadium. Boone's different this year because they're having some renovations. But you go to Kid Brewer, like there's a – it's like a third, one-third of the outside of the stadium, most of the best tailgating is right there. We do a full circle around – carter finley when we go to nc state i mean that is truly and they share lots with
2: pnc arena that's very helpful in every direction they are tailgating yeah there's a lot there
0: there are satellite lots but you could run a full circle around carter finley which we've actually done yeah and find great tailgating on all four sides if you will dowdy ficklin's a little bit closer to that right pretty much fully in circles yeah And we find some of those that are a little bit farther away. So, yeah, those are the three that strike me as the podium. You can certainly be more specific if you'd like to. And that's Darren Vaught at, you know, D D Vaught. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, Those are the big three. Let's leave it at that. Yeah. And the Chapel Hill tailgating is compromised by a, a really weird layout. Around Keenan Stadium. I'll, I'll leave it there. Final thoughts on the week that was and the weekend to come as we come down the stretch to the sounds of Jimmy Buffett next on The David Glenn Show. You like college football? It's Taj Boyd. Taj, how are you? Welcome I'm to the good. show. Dave, man, I appreciate you having
1: me on the show. I'm excited to be here, man. Excited for the questions that you're going to ask.
0: Mark Richt of Georgia, please stop taking our best high school football players, but otherwise, thank you for the visit. Last thing for Virginia Tech coach Frank Beamer. So do we.
2: The David Glenn Show. Thanks, David.
0: Appreciate it a lot. You got it. Welcome back to the david glenn show we are coming down the stretch on today's program this It's a song called Trigger. lovely cruise by the one and only jimmy buffett the great philosopher king dare i say poet you. of our time we try to make it a lovely cruise sports style for you five days a week statewide here in north carolina thanks for putting us putting up with us when we accidentally crash you into the rocks Thanks for celebrating our good days with us as well. Great phone calls all week as I brag about the smartest audience in all of sports radio. Good luck to the Panthers at the winless Cardinals. Enjoy the college football weekend near and afar. You know where we'll be Monday. Best and worst of the weekend, inviting your participation once more. We're out. Best wishes from the David Glenn Show.